Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode two of the Just Trust Me podcast. I'm Derek. And I'm Mandy. We're so glad you're back with us. If you remember last time, we talked about the purpose and the goal of this podcast. We hope that it was encouraging for you, and we hope that you are excited to see how this podcast grows. Yeah, and if you haven't noticed, the Kids Crossing Monthly looks a whole lot better. It does. It's got a lot more interactive content, and we are super excited to just keep improving this for you. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk a little more about resolutions, because as parents and volunteers, we all have them. perfect time of year, Mandy, to talk about resolutions because everybody's making them this year. Have you made any yet? I haven't made any yet. I haven't Uh, either. I don't know if I will this year. Personal confession. But you know, everybody's on a whole resolution kick, at least for the first month of the year. First week. (laughs) (laughs) So let's look a little more. Why resolutions? Why are they so important to us um, in making them at the beginning of the year? Yeah, I think it's just like as you're looking back on the last year, we always look at um, how we could do things better and how we can strive to be better as um, a parent, as a a husband or a wife or, um, you know, get a little skinnier maybe or, you know, whatever it is. We're all looking at what we can do to be better. Yeah, and it's I I think for me a lot, I I use resolutions kind of as a new start, a fresh start. Yeah. And, and then the start never really, really got started to be quite truthful. Yeah. So I'm thinking here, some of the resolutions that I've made growing up, um, you know, when I was in college, it was a whole, I want to work out every day of yeah. the week. And that never worked out. Yeah. It ended up from every day, the first week to five days out of the next week to three to two. And then it was maybe once a month after that. Um, and one of the, a lot of the resolutions that I made growing up, um, as I was walking with God and, and trying to understand more about him, which I realize now I didn't have a clue because all of my resolutions always revolved around my quiet time with God. It was, right. I need to pray three times a day, or, um, you know, I wanted to read through the Bible and I wanted to do it every day of the week. Right. I needed to read the Bible. How about you? Um, well... I have failed at lots of resolutions over the years. Um, I think my biggest last year, I decided that just one resolution wasn't really good enough. Um, I was working on being a goal setter. And so that every week I was going to set goals or really resolutions for myself every single week as far as uh, my health. You know, I was going to work out and eat better and I was going to be a better wife and I was going to be a better mom and I was going to have my uh, great quiet time every morning. And so rather than just giving myself one thing to focus on, I kind of focused on all of it at once for about five minutes. And then I I failed like in the first week, probably. Yeah, I think a lot of us, sometimes we bite off more than we can chew. Uh, Maybe a little. We, We set too high of goals, too high of standards. But I think when it all comes down to it, I think one of the main reasons when I look back at my life and and just talking with and observing some of my friends and close relationships of why don't these resolutions stick? And I keep coming back to a need versus a want. Right. Um, You know, 
a lot of people will say, I need to do this. I need to start doing this. And generally, most of the time when someone's saying that they need to do it, they really don't want to do it. They're doing it because they need to. Right. Um, and, and it's the people that I find that say, you know, I really want to do this. And they're super excited about it. And they're super amped up because of whatever their resolution is or their commitment to doing something new. And I just find more often time that the wants have a better success rate than the needs of lasting. Right. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think um, uh, kind of another way that I look at it, you know, we talk about you, you're saying you need to do something. You know, we want the result, but we're right. not wanting the, the day-to-day part of it. We want to be 10 pounds lighter, 20 pounds lighter. We want to be better at these things, um, but we're not excited about the actual moments of, working out of, you know, doing the things that actually bring about those results that we know we need. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy when you hear the vast number of resolutions and then you hear about how they always fail. Always. Yeah. I can't say always, you know, I'm sure that there's someone out there listening to this podcast who is stuck with one of their re- resolutions, yep. and it's still going strong today. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, for, but for those of us, um, and for the most of us, it just it doesn't happen. And I think a lot of it comes from that exactly what you said, not willing to put in the work, um, and then a collection of is it a need versus a want? Am I really wanting to do this, or am I just saying I need to do this, and so yeah. I'm doing it because I feel obligated? Yeah. And so I was thinking for the parents and volunteers who are listening to this podcast, Mandy, I was thinking, why don't we come up with an uncommon resolution? Okay. Okay. Um, You know, I alluded to some of the resolutions I made in the past, and I'm sure some of the parents and volunteers have had the same one. Yeah. I want to read my Bible every day. I want to pray every day. Right. Maybe multiple times within a day. I even had a resolution that was every time, I know it's going to sound crazy, but it was Every time I went to the bathroom, I would pray at work because it was stressful at work. And when I went to the bathroom, it was away from all the customers. It was away from all the people. And and, and it gave me a time to just focus in. And that yeah. lasted maybe a week or two. Yeah. And so the uncommon resolution that I kind of wanted to hit on is this. What if, as parents and volunteers, we resolve 2016 to be a year where we trust Jesus more and we fall in love with him more and more each day. Now, I know, Mandy, because you're looking at me like, okay, how exactly are we going to help our parents and volunteers understand this more? And I wanted to let you understand it's more, more coming from a side of a want versus a need. Because Jesus, we're wanting each parent and volunteer to fall more in love with him each day. We're not, what we're not saying is we want you to read Genesis every day uh, for the next year. We want you to understand God's very nature, his character, and especially the grace and mercy that was shown through his son, Jesus, coming to earth to die for us. And it's not just, I need to read the Bible more. I need to pray more. Yes, We need to be doing those things to spend time with God so that we understand more of him. But it's a different mindset to truly fall in love with Jesus more and more is really to understand who Jesus is, 
why he did what he did and what he did. It's not for us to just check off a list. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to read a Bible more or I'm going to pray more and stuff. Well, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think that's great. And I think, um, as, as adults who influence children, it's so easy to think about, um, you know, we want to help our kids fall more in love with Jesus this year. Yeah. But I think, uh, it's really more important that we talk about how we as adults can fall more in love with Jesus, uh, every day that, um, you know, we all want to guide, um, our, our children, whether it's our, our own children, our small group, we all want to guide them to be more in love with Jesus. But that comes from our own love for Jesus. You know, that is an outflow of our own relationship with him. And, and I think that it's really important that, um, that we set this resolution for ourselves as adults, not just how to guide our our kids through it. Mandy, that's an excellent point. Because parents and volunteers, here's what we want you to hear through this. When we're saying we want you to fall more in love with Jesus every day, we're not saying this so that you can then say, I want my child to. That's good and all, and we want your child to, but you have to understand, you need to focus on yourself first. Out of the outflow of your understanding and falling more in love with Jesus, that is going to lead your kids in learning more about Jesus and falling more in love with Jesus. Right, because that true love of Jesus, it is so contagious. Your kids uh, are going to see that and and they are going to fall in love with him through your own excitement about just who Jesus is and what all he's done for us. Yeah, so we, we talked about, okay... A need versus want. So how do we really make this a want? Because I know everybody listening is is thinking to themselves, yeah, I, I need to do right, that. Right, uh, but how? How, <laughs> how do we get them to want to do it yeah. as well? Um, I, I don't know that we have a magic arrow that will yeah. hit the target exactly. But but parents and volunteers, listen up. We, we do have a couple ideas. Um, so, Mandy, I wanted to kind of turn over to you. How do we resolve our resolution? How, how do we actually commit to it and stay with it and understand from a mindset of a want, that we really, truly want to fall in love with Jesus, not just that we need to fall in love with Jesus? Well, I think really it comes from um, a, a greater understanding of the the gospel message that Jesus came and he died and he took our sins to make us right with God in order to have relationship with him. And, you know, I think so frequently we think uh, that the gospel message is something that new believers, um, you know, they, they make their decision to believe in this. And then we start the growing part of the disciplines of reading our Bible and praying. But the reality is the gospel message needs to grow as we, as we grow in our faith, our own understanding of that gospel message grows too. Um, that, you know, we continue to see just how amazing and how holy God is. And we get a a better understanding of just how sinful we are. And that because of the cross, we have been adopted as God's children and, and we have freedom. And, and it's just such an amazing message that, we really need to continue to grow in our understanding of. Yeah, I I think that's a really good point because, you know, what you're alluding to basically is an illustration from the Show Them Jesus book. Yes. Um, You know, it's it's around page 55 or so. So if you have gotten that book, awesome. Um, But that's what Mandy was kind of talking to. It's a really great example. And and really when it comes down to it, it's 
we, I don't know that as parents and volunteers that we truly grasp the magnitude of our sin. Right. And, and yeah, we understand our sin separates God. But I mean, I deal with this all the time, Andy, where, oh, it was just a little white lie to, to make them feel better. Or, you know, I was telling my kids something and, and oh, sure. And, and you trivialize it thinking, yeah. surely God's not upset with that. And, and surely God is okay with that. Right. We start convincing ourselves that we're portraying this Christian image and, and that that's enough, you know, that we say the right things and we do the right things and that that, that is enough to please God. And, and by doing that, we're really trivializing our, our own sinfulness. Yeah. And, and, and the best way to understand Jesus is to understand his death. Because, you know, we hear it all the time that Jesus' death gives us life. And, and we, we understand that Jesus did the work on the cross. But what sometimes we don't understand, it's when we've trusted and believed in Jesus, when God looks at us, he sees Jesus' perfection. Right. It's not that he sees our perfection because we aren't. And those little white lies, the, the things that we try to put on a show to, to make everybody think that we have it all together, that we're doing it right and all that stuff. It just, that's not, that's not exactly correct because Jesus did the work. Jesus is the perfection in us. And there's no part of us that is perfect. And so when we start understanding more about Jesus being the one who stands in our place. He's the one that when God looks at us, he looks at us and sees Jesus's perfection. It's, it changes you. Yeah. It changed me when I, when I started truly understanding the gospel message, when I truly started understanding the magnitude of God's grace through Jesus, because God's grace is greater than our sin. And our sin is a huge deal. And, and if we trivialize it, if we hide it, if we shy away from it, then what we're doing is minimizing God's grace through Jesus. And we're basically saying that it's either not enough and that we can do something beyond that. And so, it, it, you know, it, parents and volunteers, here's where we want you to understand. A lot of this is coming out of some talks that Mandy and I have had, and especially as it pertains to this Show Them Jesus book. And this Show Them Jesus book has got some great stuff in it. It's it's something that we've kept on the resource page of the monthly, right? Yeah, it's been on there for a couple of months. So um, we're really hoping that you've seen that and, and that some of you have, have uh, bought that book um, because it really is life-changing um, for ourselves, um, and then also as, as adults who are influencing children. Um, and it goes through and it really talks about how every part of the Bible is really about Jesus. That, you know, thousands yeah. of years before Jesus actually came to this earth, it was still all about him. Um, that this has always been God's plan for our salvation and, and for us to be able to have relationship with him and um, and it just, it totally changes the way that we look at the Bible, that it's yeah. not about um, teaching ourselves and, and our children to work harder, but instead it's, it is all about God and the work that he has done because he loves us so much. Yeah, it, it'll totally, if you read that Show Them Jesus book, Parents and Volunteers, let me tell you, you're going to start reading the Bible in a completely 
different yeah. way. Um, I'm not going to say it's the right way, but it kind of is. Because <laughs> what it does is it focuses every page that you read in the Bible, every verse, every passage, every chapter, every book, how it attests to God's very nature and character and Jesus. Right. And the grace that was only shown through him. And so we're not saying a how-to per se. We don't want you to ju- just read this Show Them Jesus book and, oh, you're all good. You're good. <laughs> you're falling in love with Jesus because you're reading the book. That's not it. Right. But I think that as you read that book and as you... Um, as you see how Jesus is is part of all of the all of the stories, all of the Old Testament stories, um, that is really what uh, ha- what can help fall in love with him more. And that love is what changes the the need. We're not looking at it as a I need to do this better. I need to be better about this. But it really changes it into a into a want. So I tell you what. Here's what we want to encourage you with this months. Um, you know, we said that as adults, we still really don't get it a lot of times. And, um, you know, even as, as believers who have believed for years or, you know, since childhood, yeah. we still, we don't get the magnitude of the gospel. And, and, and that's, and that's okay. It is okay because it continues to grow. <laughs> the so, gospel is unending. Absolutely. And I think that we can spend a lifetime learning about Jesus and about his love, and there's still more to learn, and, and that's the, the beauty of it. Um, so we want you to spend some time in the next um, in the next month just really reveling in God's love, that, um, that rather than checklists of I need to do this and I need to do that, we want you to just soak up um, God's love and just the amazing story of Jesus coming um, and and dying a horrible death on the cross just because he loves us so much. Yeah, I think that's it. I think parents and volunteers, once you understand the why, that helps you fall in love so much more. Because why God sent Jesus is because he loves you and he wants a relationship with you. And so we hope and pray that you grasp that and you cling to that gospel message because the gospel message is what changes everything, changes your life, your family's life, the life of the kids and parents here in, in Excite and in, in Discover here at Stones Crossing Church. Guys, we want you to focus on the why because God loves you so very much. So here's what we're going to do next time. We're going to look into a topic, a program for February. What's coming up in February, Mandy? It's Valentine's Day. Yes. So <laughs> what better topic to focus on than love and grace? But specifically, how we're teaching this to the kids we influence. So listen, parents and volunteers, until next time, we pray the message of God's grace through Jesus Christ becomes more real to you so you can truly fall in love with Jesus and just trust Him. We'll see you next time. This is who we are, best friend.